This is a full The Now Media production. Jonathan, good to see you today. Obviously, it was Holocaust Memorial Day yesterday. So over 75 years since the, the Holocaust now, isn't it? This year is Be the Light in the Darkness and discussing and looking at many different things like misinformation. I mean, you know, this is over 75 years ago, but to, to sort of bring it to a parallel of today, there's a lot going on in democracy, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, well, there's two aspects, really. I mean, in a sense, it's terrible that we still have to remember, uh, not just because of what happened then, but because we haven't learned the lessons of what happened then. I mean, you know, that, there was that brave cry uttered in 1945 of never again, and yet it has. Um, not, not to the Jews, but it has to other people and never again applied to other people. Uh, and we've seen Bosnia and uh, Cambodia and uh, Rwanda and Darfur and Rohingyas. And, and, and now there's a question mark over what's happening with the, the Uyghurs. And the fact that I've got such a long list is just really quite appalling um, and, and just shows we haven't learned. Uh, and uh, in fact, with the Uyghurs, um, it, it's really very frightening because a lot of the things that are happening to them were exactly the things that happened to the Jews in, in, in the run-up uh, to the uh, extermination camps. You know, many women taken off to concentration camps in cattle trucks, many women separated, women's hair being shaved off, uh, women being sterilized, uh, being put to forced labor. Now, it hasn't ended in the gas chambers, but it's like really frighteningly close to, to what happened in the, uh, under the, the Holocaust. And then in America, well, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people may sort of uh, um, be, be uh, amazed at sort of the antics of Donald Trump over the last four years. But what I found much more worrying than him, because he was a one-off, uh, was the people around him. And particularly the uh, many senators um, who you would think are adults, uh, many senators, uh, responsible politicians, state re uh, representatives who even after the riots that we had on the Capitol Hill, still refused to uh, certify Joe Biden as the legitimate victor of the, um, of the election. And, you know, mobs are dangerous. Uh, but I think what's even more insidious is when elected officials disregard the legal processes, overturn the law, uh, and because once the law is disregarded, then human rights are the next to fall. And that's where the danger lies. So it's, it's, it's worrying and it's just a shame that the Holocaust is Memorial Day isn't just a date in history, but it's actually an ongoing red light to us all. Yes, it does appear to be like that as well. And as you said um, on your Twitter post, I noticed yesterday you were saying, you know, well, how did this start with the Holocaust originally, uh, in, you know, with Hitler? I mean, and how, who was to blame and, you know, just asking all those sort of fundamental questions that I think people have almost forgotten about to ask, haven't they? I mean, as, as you sort of highlighted as well, um, Hitler was actually voted in democratically, wasn't he? Yes, I mean, a lot of people think he seized power. Well, he did eventually, but initially he was democratically elected uh, in, in a general election uh, by the German people. Um, and, and also, the, he was elected because the people who were opposed to fascism and racism uh, didn't unite. So, um, for instance, he got 40% of the vote. 
there were two of other parties that each got 30%. Now, if they'd united, their 60% would have taken precedence over his 40%. But because they didn't, he, with the 40% of the vote, was the sort of the, the person with the largest vote, and therefore he became chancellor. And of course, once he was in power, uh, then he made sure he was in power permanently. So it's just so easy to think, oh, we've got democracy, it's okay. No, democracy is a very fragile flower, and it needs constant nurturing and constant protection. Absolutely, it does. And you're, you're quite right to sort of highlight these issues that are going on across the globe. I mean, it is a scary situation in America as well, because, you know, that certain people have, have enabled almost the, you know, Donald Trump's inciting of violence, haven't they? Yeah, and, and you see, these uh, major tragedies always start off in a minor way. Uh, so, for instance, the Holocaust didn't ha start with the gas chambers. Uh, actually, what it started with was ordinary people not protesting against small infringements of human rights. Uh, when, for instance, the Nazis banned Jews from not sitting uh, on the um, uh, benches in, in the parks or not being allowed to go to the public swimming pools. And they let those go by and then they let the next thing go by and they escalated and suddenly they found themselves in a tyranny and with six million Jews dead. Uh, so that's why, you know, it, it's an old message, but we really do have to be constantly vigilant. Yes, we do. And also remember all the many lives that were lost during the Holocaust, which was just dreadful, wasn't it, really? Lots of people, uh, many more people than the six million Jews killed in the Holocaust uh, in the World War II and millions of uh, people killed. But I suppose the slight difference was um, they were killed in the battlefield uh, or in cities under bombardment or under siege, in other words, in wartime conditions. Uh, the Jews were rounded up and herded off to uh, places that were actually well away from the front. Uh, they were sort of little sort of uh, areas that have been sort of in the sort of Austrian and German and Polish uh, pic uh, countryside picnic areas, to be honest, Auschwitz. We used to go to Auschwitz in the 1930s for a picnic on a Sunday afternoon. Nowadays, of course, we think of Auschwitz as this terrible place of murder. And uh, those names like Auschwitz and Belsen and Dachau and Treblinka and Sobibor, uh, they, they have now been sort of etched on our, our, our communal memory. Uh, so um, once again, you know, just have to be on our guard because it can so often happen again. I mean, what, what is the message that you're spreading uh, as well, you know, to do with this year's Holocaust? Do, do you feel that it's almost slightly more poignant um, in some ways because of the pandemic? Uh, well, the pandemic has, uh, I suppose, woken us up to just to how um, fragile we are. Uh, but um, uh, democracy is also fragile. Um, and um, just as we are under attack, democracy is constantly under attack. Um, and, and with democracy, if that goes, so do our human rights go. And the, the, the message of Holocaust and Memorial Day isn't just about Jews, it's about anybody. Uh, and uh, it's about society as a whole. But um, I think even more this year, we are more united. We are in a global pandemic where we are, you know, in this together, aren't we? We're all going through this together. Um, yes, I, I'm not entirely sure about that uh, because I mean, people, I mean, we're all suffering, uh, but I think people are reacting in different ways. And certainly if you look across the world, uh, there's quite a lot of rivalry between the countries um, as to um, you know who gets a vaccine and uh, whose fault it is, 
Um, and the United Nations is probably better described as the disunited nations. It's better than nothing. Uh, but um, hopefully, you know, just out of, as we came out of the Second World War or the First World War and said we need a sort of a new world order and a land fit for heroes, I think we've got to use this uh, terrible tragedy, a global tragedy, uh, to, to reassess who we are, what we want, and hopefully to build a better society as a result. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, thank you, Jonathan Romain, for, for coming on. Bye for now.